Welcome back, y'all, to episode 168 of the Zachary Wingate Podcast, where we go 365 days bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short-form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. Imagine if you were watching a broadcast or absorbing some news that seemed remarkably real, but you didn't, you weren't able to discern if it was in fact reality or not. Today we kind of think about that question as we absorb information, we look online, we read articles to discern what is real, what is fake, what is fake news. Um, and how we how we kind of address the media, you know, because, you know, for the current state, there's so many outlets of media happening, Twitter, social media, news broadcasters, what you listen to, what information you absorb to determine what answers is what. Now, tonight, I'm actually going to be talking about something that happened in 1938, um, which seems very long ago, but What's so interesting about that event is it really impacted the way media is absorbed, laws, as well as creations and stories. I'm going to be talking about Orson Welles' production of War of the Worlds by H.G. Wells. I don't think there's any um, relation. They just had a common last name. Now, what's really interesting about both H.G. Wells and Orson Welles is H.G. Wells would write a book back in 1989 called War of the Worlds. Um, now, what's so fascinating about this book is it's the first piece of literature we've ever had that really talks about um, the topic of an alien invasion. So up to this point, no one had really talked about it. And you think about kind of, you look at the mind frame of the people of 1889 and how H.G. Wells was able to be successful within this book book about a martian invasion coming on to earth and you know he would go on and even write the book the time the time machine but it was a fairly popular book i looked it up i don't know what the numbers are but i have known it sold around 15 million copies and also probably the majority of us also know about war of the worlds because of tom cruise's movie um you know when you look at that movie it's just like so there's so many interesting points about it because it's the first story ever about an alien invasion that still can be told today you know and it's a story that kind of transcends generations and when this movie came out with tom cruise it ended up making roughly 600 and 603 million dollars so a very very profitable movie and i think what's even more interesting about the story is what happened the night of 1938, October 30th, in the Mercury Theater. The Columbia Broadcasting System and its affiliated stations present Orson Welles and the Mercury Theater on the air in The War of the Worlds by H.G. Wells. <laughs> Great disillusionment. Near the end of October, business was better. 
war scare was over. More men were back at work. Sales were picking up. On this particular evening, October 30th, the Crosley service estimated that 32 million people were listening in on radios. Not much change in temperature. A slight atmospheric disturbance of undetermined origin is reported over Nova Scotia, causing a low-pressure area to move down rather rapidly over the northeastern states, bringing a forecast of rain accompanied by winds of light gale force. Maximum temperature 66, minimum 48. This weather report comes to you from the Government Weather Bureau. We take you now to the Meridian Room in the Hotel Park Plaza in downtown New York, where you will be entertained by the music of Raymond Raquello and his orchestra. So what I'm playing there for you is the intro into War of the World by H.G. Wells. Now, the reason why I played it is it sounds very real. And a couple things came out of this. So whenever you hear it, and it's kind of a radio, radio broadcasting, no one's pausing in the middle of it and saying, hey, this is a Orson Welles um, kind of production of War of the Worlds. You hear it one time in the beginning and throughout the whole broadcast, the way the broadcast is set up is it's releasing bullet points. So you're listening to actual bullet points of information coming out subtly about um, what's happening um, within this invasion. Now, this broadcast happened with the Columbia Broadcast Service, better known as CBS. And another interesting point about it is H or Orson Welles was only... 23 whenever he produced this and he would go on to do work you know such as the the hit in the movie 1941 citizen kane but i digress so you get this this picture and the reason why this story really sticks out to me is my grandfather would often talk about it and he told me when i was a kid people would be playing this and the biggest men on the football team would be um, kind of leaned over terrified hearing him thinking there was an alien invasion and he also told me that people would jump out of the windows committing suicide um, and that topic has been an interesting point because whenever you look at the data and information of war of the worlds by orson wells you don't really get the information of it so the impact of it's really really interesting the article indicates only maybe 2% of the country listened to it and there wasn't really that much impact. But we know that at least millions of people heard this story. And in a lot of ways, it's the first time ever that we kind of get an insight of what it would what it, what it could look like if there was an alien invasion and how people would react to it. Um, now, one thing did change out of it. Now, the FCC uh, kind of made it illegal, kind of. They made it illegal for anyone to ever act as a broadcaster for a skit. So when you hear this, you know, that, that, that law had never been created because nothing like this had ever been created where people are pretending to release news. Now, if you're hearing some of the, the points within the broadcasting, I listened to about 45 minutes of it. And I listened to it once as a child. Um, my dad actually had it recorded. And it does sound like a play-by-play -play of what would happen. And you're getting, you know, the subtleties. They're going back to it. You're hearing people and information. And there's actually dead air. So it's not like this transition point. It's it's playing stuff that, you know, that, you know they have like news anchors on live. And they're being like destroyed by a gamma ray. They have a sound of what 
we would even think now a gamma ray would think like kind of that sound that's part of it within the effects so it was a really big production and it had so much impact it changed the laws and it also kind of was a trajectory for orson welles career now what i think is so interesting about it is how we kind of interpret this story because it was released on halloween and you know we would think that it would just be a normal story but where it gets interesting is is the impact it had if you look at the articles the next day you know the whole country from coast to coast was listening to this and they had no idea that it was actually a a fictional broadcast um and the majority of the newspapers were kind of calling it fake radio created pan um pandemonia throughout the country now for us when we hear this it's really hard to understand how that could happen but for this time and place radio was really starting to take over as the main source of media people would listen to radio in the evenings they'd absorb it and there was big studios created just for radio so at this point in time also you know we kind of think about the concept of alien invasions too is really normal to us we've almost been conditioned by it in a way where we can talk about it we can think about it and there's been multiple conversations about aliens but up to this point you look at 19 or you look at 1898 to 1938 within that time period is really the first whatever conversations we're having about alien invasions and to have conversations about aliens coming from mars at this time was just it wasn't a norm so people might say it's the radio broadcast etc but there's never been any talk up to this point in any type of media that this extensively about what's happening with alien invasions we have it with orson welles book at the turn of the century then we kind of come into this radio broadcast and i'm going to play a little bit more just so you can kind of hear the different nuances of it continental radio news at 20 minutes before 8 central time professor farrell of the mount jennings observatory chicago illinois reports observing several explosions of incandescent gas occurring at regular intervals on the planet mars the spectroscope indicates the gas to be hydrogen and moving toward the earth with enormous velocity professor pearson of the observatory at princeton i mean i'm telling you this production is really really good i mean when you hear that if you were in 1938 you'd be like oh man this sounds pretty serious then they bring on military conflict like they bring on military conflict. they bring on like military they bring on generals talking about it saying you know this is quite the situation we're having there's sounds that are just remarkable and and the detail in it so hearing that in a broadcast it to me it just it's it's a really interesting piece in time where you have kind of this social change if you will to show kind of how important the media can influence people i mean i know obviously they'd had but to that point there'd been nothing like it and i have another recording right here kind of going into detail where orson wells is is talking about his own experiences after war of the worlds and how he would everywhere he went people would say something to him about it go oh, that i again ran into some workers some 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 welfare workers quakers and red cross people who had been up in the black hills of dakota some five or six weeks after this broadcast persuading the people to leave the mountains and go back home because the martians really hadn't come all kinds of people reacted in all kinds of ways for example john barrymore the very famous american actor this I know to be true, 
was listening to the broadcast and although he was a friend of mine ceased to identify me with the show and believed implicitly that America had fallen to the Martians America had fallen to the Martians you know he goes on to talk about too how he went to Europe he was in England and people actually stopped him and said hey you know you really scared us uh, Orson we were actually on our honeymoon and we thought aliens were invading so the story the, the data points I read said only about 2% of the people read it but even Orson Welles accounts is that people were so invested in it they spent 5 weeks after the broadcasting in the hills so you know you even have a whole situation where the FCC did a full investigation to determine if there was any malintent Orson Welles has to go um, publicly and apologize to the country for creating such a heavy broadcast. I mean, for me, it's like, you know, I just, if this, you know, we kind of track some things here on this show, kind of indicating social media trends, impacts of media. And I really think what's so interesting about this is it's kind of the first of its kind of a, it's kind of the first kind of story about aliens that go viral in the country indicating coast to coast impacting where it is and changing the whole process of broadcasting on top of having the first story ever about alien invasions i think you know if if you if you take a conspiracy theory kind of put your tin hats on and you think about what the story also kind of indicates is what would happen if there was an invasion and the reason why this story sparked in my mind is because i saw a tiktok today of someone in australia saying that um you know there's an alien and he videotaped it i'm like that's not real it's like you know and if i saw any alien information on tiktok i wouldn't even think it's real because of how the information can be manipulated so much and that kind of sparked this from War of the Worlds by Orson Welles coming in and creating his take on it and how it was able to influence people so much and how this story still does. I mean, you think about alien invasions, no matter what generation you're a part of, it terrifies them. Obviously, what's so crazy now is as a nation, we're, we're more understanding of it. The DOD is releasing files that indicates there are UFOs and they have no idea what they are so there is more speculation more information from credible sources that indicate things like this happened we also have the understanding of area 51 we also have bob lazar who was on joe rogan has a documentary he talks about his work on reverse engineering uh ufo spaceships and how he was silenced so that's all i have for today i just kind of wanted to hop in this story and give it to you if you didn't know about it it's one i always think is really interesting since i was a child Thank you guys for listening and we'll get back to you tomorrow.